Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Success Quotes with Kelly. I'm Kelly. Each episode we talk about a famous quote from a famous or maybe even not so famous person and we really dig into the meaning of those amazing words of wisdom. And then we talk about how we can apply those words into our daily lives so that we can continue on our journey of constant and never-ending improvement. And I'm excited about this next episode. Let's get to it. Hello, thank you for joining us once again. Today we're going to talk about this quote that was penned by Dale Carnegie. Develop success from failures. Discouragement and failure are two of the surest stepping stones to success. These are powerful and convicting words to all of us. Have you ever experienced failure? I mean, at the time, it feels like it, it was crippling, right? I totally relate. And personally, this quote fills me with hope. I, like many entrepreneurial types of people, have experienced a lot of failure in my life. And I'm probably, eh, maybe a slower learner than most, but I think what Dale Carnegie is saying is that it's kind of a prerequisite to success. It's a must. It's unavoidable. It's part of the process. Failure, that is. The truth is, I know that I have learned more lessons from my failures than from my successes. And that's like for certain. Did I experience the sinking feeling of discouragement? Yeah. Did I have a little pity party? Oh, yeah. What about you? Have you ever experienced some sort of failure or setback that, that you thought was crippling at the time? Type in, oh yeah, in the comments below, okay? Did I learn something extremely valuable? Or, or was there a lesson or some sort of positive outcome that came out of it in some unforeseen way? Yeah, that's the gift. That's the gift we get. That's the gift. Looked for the gift. You come out the other side and remember the gift or the lesson. Tell me about that too after you type in, oh yeah, okay, in the comments below. It would be cool if kind of people shared here. I would love that. But would you agree with me that at the time, it doesn't feel like there's a gift or a lesson or something positive that will come out of it. But there's always a benefit of some sort every single time. Sometimes we get so focused on the negative aspects of the event, you know, we do this. But when you break it all down, besides the loss of money or stuff or things that really is inconsequential when you really get down to it, what is the biggest perceived negative most times when we experience some sort of failure? I would say it's the opinion of others, right? Why is that? Why do we spend all this mental energy worrying about what others are saying? What they say about us? Does that make sense? Does it actually make sense? Why is there power in that? But I, I guess it does because we don't like to be judged. We, we don't like people talking behind our backs. And I think the biggest thing for most, the heaviest thing, is that we don't want to be seen as a failure to others. Our peers, our family, our friends, or especially our competitors, or our loved ones even. I've experienced people talking about behind my back. I, I've experienced that. And I know that other agents and other offices have badmouthed me. 
I know for sure. I actually have written proof of people that have actually spread lies about me. <laughs> and they have no idea, but I've forgiven them all. I've forgiven every single one of them and they don't even know it. But here's the most important thing to always remember. If you do nothing special, then nobody has anything to talk about. It's easy to do nothing, right? Just do less. Do things that are selfish and keep to yourself. Make sure that your world is safe and try not to make any waves. And then you, you should be just fine, right? Nobody will talk about you. No one's even going to notice you. That option is always there, isn't it? I could have chosen to hide in the shadows, but what's the net effect of that? What is the net effect? Nothing. The easy way out lives up to its name, doesn't it? <laughs> it's easy. But here's the rule that comes with that. Let's make this rule, okay? then you don't get to wish for more. You don't get to dream of more. You don't get to be jealous of the movers and shakers out there. You don't get to have your comfy cake and eat it too. What do you think? Do you agree? Is that too harsh? Comment below. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that because that's what I think. So what gives them the right to judge when they haven't even chosen to even try or even attempt or risk anything? right? What gives them the right? I decided about a decade ago not to care. And that was actually a really hard lesson for me. But then I came out of my shell and it was the most transformative decision that I ever made. I tried a lot of things. I tried many things to help my agents in the office. I tried everything. I employed programs. I tried different campaigns that all the other local real estate companies said no to. And some things worked really, really well. Some things did not work very well. And some things actually failed miserably. It was horrible. And some of them cost me a lot of money. But you know what? I tried. I was willing to try. I was willing to risk the money, the time, the energy for my agents. And I was willing to fail. Now, none of those people that were so excited to criticize thought to celebrate that aspect, did they? The willingness to try but also the willingness to possibly fail. That should be celebrated. That should be celebrated. You know that guy that will try anything to help his agents. He's even willing to risk his own resources to try. Wow, what a great guy. <laughs> what a guy. No, they, they just salivated over the fact that they got to feast on my failure. I was such an easy meal for them to feast on, actually. That's okay. They don't get to enjoy the journey when they're all set in their comfy little treadmill, right? It's just comfy and easy. You know what I mean? So you see, that's the easy part. It takes no intelligence to point out the obvious. There's no risk in banding together in a little gossip group and celebrate someone else's challenges or failures or struggles. The truth is, there's actually zero honor in that. So don't be that person. Be the first to uplift people, to support people, to have empathy. Be a cheerleader for people who are willing to put it out there to separate yourself from the negativity and the naysayers and, and mockers. That's a waste of energy. No purpose is ever served in that. Do you agree? Why do we give them so much credit? Why do we fear them so much? They're doing the easy thing, guys. You, the one who has decided it's okay to get dirty, roll up your sleeves and work at something. You're okay with stumbling. You're committed to an idea to allow your creative muscles to be flexed, to be different, to break the trend, to be more and do more, to do something that has a big chance of being laughed at later. You deserve to be celebrated and raised up on a pedestal. You should be revered as someone special, even when it doesn't work because you tried. 
So I encourage you to be okay with failure. Get comfortable with it. Make it your friend, not your best friend. Failure is your teacher, not your buddy. You have to notice cycles. You have to learn lessons. You have to take what that experience gives you and kind of input that into your life. Dale Carnegie wants us to learn from those lessons and use those lessons to advance our purpose, our game plan, our life design, our success, whatever that looks like for you. You will experience success. You will. I promise you that. But watch out for that too. The funny thing, the funny thing is I remember when I experienced my first taste of success, what I thought was success at the time. And I immediately went right to the default, which was me, right? Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm successful. I've arrived. I am the man. There is a danger in that. Keep yourself in check. As soon as that happens, the learning stops. Humility disappears. And once someone gets into that mode, there's no room or space in the mind to learn and improve. I've helped many people make a lot of money in real estate and they go out on their own all puffed up afterwards and then they create their own version of what a successful person is to them. And, and that's great. But many times I've witnessed them getting stagnated at that level. They stay there. They find that kind of comfortable place and then they just kind of stay there. Now it's okay. There's really nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't think any less of them. Is it really about being satisfied, being content? Is that really what it is when you, when, when you dig deep? Or is it fear of failure, fear of taking a chance, fear of stretching yourselves, fear of challenging themselves to be better or reach more? Honestly, if those people were really honest, I think it's more about that. So then the eventual consequence of that becomes what? What does that become? Complacency. Becoming complacent is dangerous. Believe it or not, that's one of my fears. I fear that for myself. That scares the crap out of me. I don't ever want to become complacent. Complacency makes us flabby. We lose our sharpness. We get into a good enough kind of mentality. Good enough is not good enough. I don't believe that's okay. I believe that we are put on this earth to be our best, to do our best, to help others in that to be better so that we can make the world around us better. It is impossible to get better, to improve, to be our best version of ourselves if we are in a prison of fear and complacency. Do you agree with me on that? Good enough. It's just a state of existing. We're, we're just getting through the day, getting through it, stuck in this prison of fear and complacency. And, it, and it's hard to get out of it once the habit kicks in. Every habit counts, right? Every habit counts. How we think, how we operate our day, how we challenge ourselves, how we judge others. All of those things are habits. I think about this all the time. What thoughts, what thoughts are, are, are going to go through my head if I get hit by a bus tomorrow and I'm sitting in the hospital looking at the reality of my mortality? I be satisfied? Will I, will I look at my life as an instrument for good? Will I feel that I, that I did my best? Will I feel confident that it was worth it for God to put me here? So what, what is success? How do you define success? What is success to you? Is it a place that you kind of just arrive at? A successful day. Ask these questions to yourself. What's, what's a successful phone call? What's a successful week or month or year? What does a successful relationship look like? What are you willing to risk to have it? What are you going to do with your God-given gifts? Develop success 
from failures. Discouragement and failure are two of the surest stepping stones to success. Now, isn't that exciting? With that new understanding, here's the punchline. Here's the punchline to it all. There's no setbacks. There's no such thing. Everything is a stepping stone. Everything, every experience, every so-called failure is a stepping stone. Does that fire you up? I hope so. I hope you find encouragement in that. Thank you for watching and listening today if you're on the podcast. Please let me know if you're enjoying this series and feel free to send me some quotes that you want me to dig into on the show. At the bottom, please comment with, oh yeah, and what lesson that you've learned below. Hit subscribe, and if you haven't already, remember to hit that little bell to get alerted when I post another video. And if good enough is not good enough for you and you wanna be the best you can be, hit the link below to learn more about our training program. This is Kelly Johnston from Forex Formula Real Estate Training, signing off. Make a great day and always fail forward.